Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for such a time as this, that we come into your presence to dine at your table. We bless the name of the Lord for you, all our viewers, and those who listen to this message, all those who are following us online. We want to thank God for you all. We know that it is of the mercies of the Lord that we are not consumed. Great is his faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies we see. All we have needed, his hands has provided. We give him praise. And I want to thank God for you, especially for the grace to be alive. Um, this is the King's Vine Assembly in Lauren, Nigeria. I am Reverend Chegun Sam Abijide. I welcome you warmly to today's uh, broadcast. Can you bring together all your children, your husband, your wife, your cousins, your family, friends, as we come together to listen to the word of God. I believe you will be tremendously blessed as we fellowship together. Now let's open our Bible to uh, the book of John chapter 10 and verse 10. We're going to take two readings. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I, Jesus, am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. And then in Joel chapter 2 and verse number 25. Joel 2 verse number 25. It says, And I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palm worm, my great army, which I sent among you. Um, I want to teach on the series that I started just last week. And um, the topic is God the Restorer of All. Father, once again, I just ask that you bless the reading and the teaching of your word that your word will have impact in the lives of everyone who will be listening or who will be watching. Touch my tongue and cause me to declare your word with simplicity and grace in Jesus' name. I've been talking about God, the restorer of all things. And this will be the second uh, edition. We have at one point or the other in our lives and in the journey of our lives, lose things to the devil. Devil stole things from us. And the essence of this teaching as we conclude later in the future is just to let us know that no matter what we have lost, God has the ability to restore those things. No matter what, He's given us the promise when we follow the rules. He has the ability to restore. But first we are dealing with how we lose things to the devil. What causes us to lose things? Even though God has promised proper restoration. But we want to first look at areas that some of us are not even cognizant of. To first understand that there are things we lose 
by reason of character, by reason of our behavior. And some may not put attention to it. And that's why we want to put, place details. And so the other day I talked about things we lose because of carelessness. Uh, and today we're going to be looking at the things that we lose by reason of recklessness and foolishness. So at one point or the other, the devil has stolen things from us. Not because the devil is powerful, not because demons are powerful, but because of certain things we have not taken cognizance of. And so today we'll be dealing with one of them. The last time we dealt with one, things we lost by carelessness. But today we want to look at things that we lose or that we have lost by recklessness and foolishness. To be reckless means to just do things anyhow, not considering anything, not considering God, not considering anybody, not considering the adverse effects, the negative effect of our actions. You just do the things you want to do recklessly, irrespective. God is not considered. People around you, your siblings, your family are not considered for as long as you please yourself. You just choose to live a reckless life. By reason of reckless life, we have lost things. Not because God even took it from us, but because we're reckless. And in the light of this, let us see a story in the Bible. Luke chapter 15 and verse from verse number 12. Oh, well, if we take it, we see the story here of a man who had two sons. And one of the, the younger ones said to his father, give me my own portion and let me go. Now, I won't have enough time to be dealing with, is it right to do that? Is it wrong to do that? But I know from our culture and from the Jewish culture, you don't ask your father to give you an inheritance while he's still alive. Inher you, are, you only have a right to inheritance when a father dies. But you can see the mistake of this guy who pestered his father, who traumatized his father. Give me my own portion. He was rude. He didn't do right. But let's leave that apart. He pestered his father's life. Until the man succumbed to his will and his desire. And the younger of them said to his father, Give me the portion of goods that followed to me. And the father yielded. The father obeyed. That was wrong anyway. And so his own portion was given him. The Bible does not mention the value of that portion. But the father was a rich man. So he gave him his own things. Maybe figuratively, maybe we say, this guy got a, th uh, 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 a million dollars, for example. Just maybe a million dollars. That was nice. That was good enough. We don't want to go into details of why must he take an inheritance while his father was alive. Let's leave that. Now that is, whether it's right or wrong, 
Now he has one million dollars in his hands or in his account. Okay. The Bible says, and not many days after this young son gathered all that he was given together and took his journey into a far country. You know what a far country is? <laughs> Don't be like that. A far country is where nobody can checkmate you. A far country is where no one can correct you. A far country is a place where no one can rebuke you. No one to caution you. Hey, you are going too far. So you can see that he took his journey to a far country. He wanted to avoid anyone correcting him. He wanted to avoid anyone telling him, well, why are you doing this? So he traveled to maybe Dubai. Nobody can see him. It's a freelance country. So now, and the Bible says, there, the next thing, he wasted his substance with what? With the riotous living. Did you see that? There was nothing wrong in quote. At the end of the day, when his father gathered all his things and gave his own portion, maybe $1 million. What are you supposed to do with that? To think, to plan, to invest. But instead of that, what did he do? He took a journey to a far country. Some of you that are listening to me right now, you are in a far country. And you've been in that far country for five, six years. I'm not talking about far country like China, Canada. No, far country in your mind. He went to a far country. And there, what happened? What did he do? Look at the wrong mistakes he made. He took his journey and he went to a far country. And there, wasted his resources, three, with a riotous living. Uh, go back there. A riotous living. Look at it. He took his journey to a far country. Error number one. Wasted his substance. Number two. Error number three. Riotous living. Reckless living. Foolish way of living. That was the problem. What does that mean? You mean he went to a far country. A place he will have control over his life, do whatever he likes. I guess he, st he stayed in a hotel, the best of seven-star hotel. If there is 13-star hotel, we'll just go for the best. Get some girls and lodge them around, train party every day. That's not life. Some of you are in the same far country as I speak. Wasting your substance. And unfortunately, it was not even the substance he worked for. It was a substance that he was given. He didn't work for it. And he was stupid. And he was reckless. And he was foolish. He couldn't plan. How many people have the privilege to have such a gift? And then all you know to do is to go to a far country and waste the substance with riotous living. Is that your lifestyle? Riotous living. Reckless living. 
Sometimes ago, somebody, uh, a woman called me and said, please pray for me. So I said, what's the problem? She said, please help me. I don't like the way my husband is spending. He's reckless with spending. Then I asked her, what is, he said, we just buy clothes, expensive clothes, shirts, shoes. You can buy eight shoes at a time. Each one costing 45,000 naira. I said, ah. I said, what does he do with it? He said, I just don't know what is wrong. He will just buy shoes. And if he's going to buy shoes, he's not going to buy three, four, five, six, seven shoes, expensive shoes, expensive perfumes. How can you take all the time buying one perfume? 65K. You buy a perfume of 65K and you are living in a rented house. Foolish man. Does that make sense? Then you now say the devil stole from you, the, the enemy in the village. No, you undo yourself. The fact that you went to a far country when no one can caution you and say, hey, this is not good. This is not the time for this. There should be people in your lives that can tell you, sit down. Don't do this. You are going too far. Nothing wrong in buying a perfume. But today, a perfume is 65,000. The next time, another one 45,000. Another time, you're just buying perfumes. For what? And then you put all the perfumes smelling good, living in a rented house. That's rubbish. Some of you park three expensive cars, expensive cars in front of a rented house. That's shameful. You must change your mind. That's how the devil has stolen from some of us. You buy, you, you buy expensive cars and, you, and you, you arrange them in front of a rented house. When the owner of the house chases you out of that house with four children, can you sleep in that Vensa Jeep? You can sleep there with your children. When he chases you out, you sleep in that Sequoia Jeep. Unnecessary things. You don't know how to plan your life. He took a journey to a far country. What a privilege. What an opportunity to even have one million dollars. You didn't work for it. You inherited it. Are you supposed to waste it? Don't tell me you are born, you are born a waster. You are supposed to do better than your father. You are supposed to do better than those who are ahead of you. Stop wasting resources. Recklessness has taken things away from us. Foolishness. Today now, you are blaming coronavirus. Before coronavirus, before COVID-19, you have been wasting COVID-19. 13, you've been year 13 wasting, wasting resources. You, don't, you are now hiding under coronavirus. Couldn't you plan before now? Many are suffering now, not because God is wicked, but because they didn't plan. What happened to this man? He went to a far country. 
He wasted the resources. And he was living a riotous life. And at the end of the day, everything got finished. He was given, but the devil took it from him through recklessness. So there are many things that we lose because we are reckless. Especially reckless. You can be reckless with the anointing. You can be reckless in finances. You can be reckless by just jumping and traveling around, even night clubbing. You're reckless and until you get into the hands of terrible people and they deal with you sometimes, some people have lost their lives. Not because the enemy killed them. They, they go clubbing and two o'clock in the night, they are still, they are still in, the, in the dark. And while they are drunk, they, they meet with terrible people who cut off their head and do all kinds of things. But they blame the devil. I want you to know that there are things we lose because we are reckless. I dealt with one, the last series, things we lose by being careless. And now I'm dealing with things that we lose by being reckless and foolish. This, go, this guy was just foolish. He went into a far country. He had more friends. They kept drinking. Give him gulder. Give him this. Give him pepper soup. He was spending recklessly. Foolishly. Is that not the way we do today? Even our young people, when they are privileged to be blessed with something, our young teenagers now, you're just being blessed to be, to be given something, maybe 100,000, maybe 50,000. All they want to is to, to is to lavish it on themselves. And what? Phone and data. That cannot develop your future. So we lose things by being reckless. You cannot even train your body, discipline the body, and make good use of that little resources in your hand so that you can gain advantage and be better. Now this guy, even though he was given $1 million, $1 million became $1 because he was reckless and foolish. Everybody came and spent his money. He had many friends. And later the Bible says he became empty. And when he became empty, the next thing was he had no more friends. Everybody disappeared. And you see, you sometimes you think you have friends. They are eating, doing all the time in your house. But they this, 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 that. And when this guy finished the money, all the friends disappeared. What does that mean? They were the friends. You see, they were they were friend of his money. They were not his friends. <laughs> they were friends of his money. There are people who are your friends, who are friends of your position. They are just your friends because of the position you occupy. Live there, you won't see them. Wise up. Stop losing things by being reckless. What happened? What happened? Look at Proverbs 6, chapter 26. Proverbs 6, verse 26. Look at what it says. For by means of a warish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. Did you see that? See, you should have gone far. See now, look at where you are. You are brought to a piece of paper because of your adulterous way of life. Reckless way of life. 
What are you looking for in Harlot's house? You think that's life? For by means of a warish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. Useless. A piece of bread. You know what a piece of bread was? Sometimes you have a piece of bread in, in this part of the world, Nigeria, where I live. Just 300 naira. The best of bread here is 300 naira. Less than a dollar. 300 naira is not up to a dollar. That's your worth. For by means of a warish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. You lose the sanity of life, the, the things that you will have gotten, the things that you will have gone far, but because of recklessness. For by a warish woman, a man who is supposed to be great will, be, will become a piece of bread. In Proverbs 21, verse 17, look at what it says. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. He that loveth wine and oil, you love wine just gyrating all about, you will never be rich. Devil will steal from you. Wise up. Stop blaming the devil. Stop blaming the enemy. Stop blaming your, your in-law. Stop that. Henceforth, don't live a reckless life. You, you know the story of this man. What happened? Luke 12, 15. What happened? He came. He became empty. Everything finished. He had to be eaten with swine. He became a piece of bread. Eating with swine. He suffered. Jews had no dealings with swine, with pork. This guy had to go inside and only the leftover of pork was what he was eating. And until he came back to his senses. Come back to your senses before it's too late. Don't let the women reduce you to a piece of bread before you come back to your senses. Things that we lose that makes us to lose, apart from spiritual things, are things like this. We have lost things because we're careless. And we have lost things because we are reckless. And by the grace of God, my time is up now. We're going to be dealing, with, I will continue in this teaching till about six, seven series. And next time we're going to talk about other things that makes us to lose. But right now, I implore you, Henceforth, stop living a reckless life so that you can fulfill destiny. Bow down your head. Bow down your heart. Spirit of the living God, I believe your people have been blessed. Lord, I want to pray for as many who are watching and listening to me. We have lost things by reason of carelessness. That your mercy will come for us. Such as still we are found. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, let your mercy rescue us or anyone who is already in a far country, not knowing what they are doing, riot us in living. Let your mercy search for them all. Thank you, Father. Bring them back home like the prodigal son. Let them come back to their senses. 
for God's sake. Thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name, amen. I believe you have been surely and tremendously blessed by this broadcast. Act on it. Don't just let it come from, from your right ear and get out of here. No. Do something about it. If you have been blessed as well, share this broadcast with all your contacts on your Facebook and all your Instagram, on all your social network. And for prayers and inquiries, please just get in touch with us following the numbers and the mail email address on the screen. And until next time that I come your way, stay fruitful, stay safe. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Yeah, I may do one.